Knights, I bid you welcome to your new home. Let us ride to Camelot! We're knights of the round table, we dance where we're able. We do routines and all the scenes, we put work in bed cable. We dine well here in Camelot, we eat ham and jam and spam All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. This is Tuesday Morning Roundtable. We have with us Jeff Nyquist. His website is jrnyquist.blog. I should mention the uh, proper tip today is to work on your physical conditioning. Uh, that's important in normal times and a matter of life and death in hard times. If you have a question or comment, just give us a call at 512-248-8252. Jeff, you were interrupted. Your thoughts were interrupted by the break. Please proceed, sir. Yeah, well, the, 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 the communist revolution is a concept since Karl Marx was a either a psychopath or a, a malignant narcissist, likely the latter. He had very low affect, and he was he was a very brutal person, you know, in his thinking. And he was, but he was brilliant, and he was academically trained. So he developed this sophisticated way of talking to justify and to explain the strategy of revolution. Uh, his his real hero was Napoleon. Napoleon had emerged from the French Revolution to become the master of Europe. In some sense, Karl Marx had the similar dream. Him and Engels that there was going to be another revolution and they were going to be the ones that would end up in in control of Europe. This was sort of their dream, uh, along with a lot of their friends. And so this whole way of talking, this whole whole revolutionary uh, thought, uh, was developed by psychologically abnormal people uh, who basically had a criminal mentality, which was applied to politics. And, uh, of course, the political applications of Marxism-Leninism, uh, which it became, were effective, made effective by, by uh, Lenin when he took over Russia in, uh, in the October Revolution in 1917. And so forming the, the Russian Federated Socialist Republic and then the Soviet Union, they, they then started spreading it. And the communist movement all around the world, you had socialist movements made up of kind of nice, uh, usually nice, uh, naive people who thought that this was a solution. Lenin being completely Machiavellian and using criminal methods and, and using lies and violence it, it immediately corrupted them because they thought they could have their paradise now, but they had to learn to be uh, bad like Lenin. They had to use his techniques. And um, this is uh, Benjamin Gitlow, who was a, a leader of the communist movement in the USA. This is what he wrote. He, he was alive at the time. He, he watched this transition, and he said it just completely corrupted. And he said the people at the top of the communist movement in America were sharks. They were just monstrously selfish people who wanted uh, power for themselves and that a lot of the people that followed them just innocently, naively believed in these ideas. And this is the, this is true to this day. It, it, it sounds really good. Oh, we're going to help the poor people and we're going to help, get, you know, get rid of racism and all the rest. It's just all nonsense for really bad criminals to take advantage of society. And, and it has become more and more pronounced and more and more obvious now. And you look at Russia, 
that the government is so criminal, it's so characteristically Bolshevik that you've got a recorded conversation between a music producer, um, Joseph Prigozhin, and uh, and a former senator of the Russian uh, Duma uh, of the Federation Council, uh, Akhmedov, actually he's talking about how the leaders are all criminals and we need to stay away from them and that they have ruined the country and that their corruption is so massive and that the war is the mistake that's going to bring the whole thing down. So, so you see, it's a kind of a question, do, the, do these criminal networks here that we Americans are so naive, we don't want to believe they're there. We don't want to confront. We're kind of afraid. We don't want our, our nice life. Well, the thing is, is that they're, gonna, they're taking your nice life away from you step by step. If you don't roll up your sleeves and get involved and, and, and see who the bad people are in your local politics, they're going to pretty soon be putting people like, like me in jail and nobody's going to say boo. You're going to end up in the Soviet Union. You're going to end up in a country like Russia. Only, only the Chinese who want to, their plan, their agreement with the Russians is they want to own the lower 48 states and exterminate the native population to bring Chinese in here to make a second China, according to Defense Minister Chiao Chen in a secret speech he gave 20 years ago. That, if that's their intention, it's not just your freedom. You might say, oh, well, I'd rather be comfortable and I don't care about my freedom. Well, your existence then, because they didn't build those giant nuclear arsenals just for the missiles to look pretty with their warheads sitting on top of them. They want to destroy us. And there's a there's an animus in communism. There's an animus in criminals. Criminals get self-affirmation by showing they're smarter than their victim and by victimizing people. It, it's just, it, They show their superiority that way. These are people who've been hurt by society. And, and so they naturally go to socialism, which claims that people are victims of society. But the society they're victims of is normal people who say their behavior is, is evil and have noticed their behavior from the time they were children. Because some of these people, they've had these propensities since they were very small. Very true. Very true. If you've got a question or comment, give us a call at 512-248-8252. Well, Jeff... Um, you, you write one or two articles a week. Uh, tell us about your most recent article that's been published, sir. Oh, my most recent article? Um, I I don't have it in my mind, so I don't. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, let me I mean, I'll refresh your memory here real quick because I'm pulling okay. it up. Um, and your articles are well written, well researched. Uh, typically, you'll also have uh, footnotes to uh, take people to original source material. Yeah, I research it. Yeah, one of the features. Poisonous of prattle. Yeah. Poisonous prattle. Poisonous prattle. Yeah, that's about Scott Bennett. And um, one of the things about writing columns is that writing is like giving birth. Only when you're done with it, it's so painful you want to forget it. Uh, so. So unless I refresh myself on what I've written, and other writers have said the same thing, if you really work at your writing, you kind of want to put it out of your mind when you're done because it's it takes so long and it's so painful, so much hard work to, to put it out. And I, so I put a lot of work into these articles. But Scott Bennett is a, um, what I point out is that he has markers when you listen to him. He's a one of these right-wing guys that talks about, you know, the, the whole truth or method message. He says Michelle Obama's a man, all this kind of crap and um but he has markers of a psychopath and he's been in prison and um 
And of course, these are narratives. He is he goes back and forth to Russia and Iran, and he says the Russians and Iranians are our friends. We have no enemies in those countries. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and so, but he has all those narratives, those conspiracy narratives. See, the thing is, is what you what I have no known this for many years because I followed the far right. Is that many of these narratives were are part of Russian Russian narrative because they're revolutionary narratives. They want to make the right wing in America revolutionary to overthrow the government, even as they're they're infiltrating the government. They're also inter- infiltrating the people that would be opposed to a communist takeover, because that's part of what they call the scissor strategy. They control both sides of a conflict to make sure the conflict comes out so that they win, so that they can uh, basically promote people in both in the government side or if the government is fighting against insurgents and in the side that are fighting on the other side they can promote their agents to the top of both sides and so the the narratives on both sides are controlled by our enemy and the narratives are all anti-american because if you actually listen to scott bennett his message is very he wants a civil war he calls trump get this he calls trump uh, a new jefferson davis okay and that Jefferson Davis was the president of the Confederacy, and he's right. calling Biden Lincoln. So you see, the thing is, is he's 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 it's a civil war narrative, which is, by the way, Igor Panarin, a KGB colonel in Moscow, was assigned in 1991 under the Soviet Union this mission of how do we divide America, how do we create a civil war, and he has been talking about the civil war scenario and teaching it in the KGB higher schools for decades, and occasionally pops out, and you'll see him on. On, on the media talking about how America can be divided into five or six different, or is it seven different states? And this is their dream. This is actually their goal. Divide and conquer. It's a simple strategy. It's how they, what they did in Ukraine, telling, you know, creating a, a meme that, uh, telling Russian speakers they're being persecuted by Ukrainian speakers. And and so this, of course, it's it's not true. There's no persecution of, of um uh, Russian speakers in Ukraine, uh, and 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 of course the country is united now. Russian speakers and Ukrainian speakers against the Russian invaders, but this was how they before they invaded. This is how they expected to divide the country. They expect to divide us by race, by sex, and by class, and that is why the rhetoric you see on the left. And so anyone who agrees with the civil war narrative on the right who is running back and forth to Russia and Iran, like Scott Bennett is, is an enemy of the country. George Washington gave us good guidance in his farewell address. He said, anyone who seeks to divide you is an enemy, is what Washington said, basically. So so he is seeking to divide the country. And, and this exaggerated, he is playing on the, consciously playing on the anger and frustration of good conservative people about, you know, the gender um, switching narrative and uh, all of the things that the provocations that the communists are committing against us from their positions in the government. See, not everybody in the government is a communist agent. And, And a lot of these people who are bribed or are compromised don't even know what it is that's bribed or compromised them. They can't see the general design of the policies and what they're intended to do to the country. It's all been carefully worked out in academies in, in, in Russia. The Academy of Sciences, the, what is now called the Russian Academy of Sciences, used to be the Soviet Academy of Sciences. It's a whole bunch of institutes. The Institute of USA and Canada Studies 
which used to be run by uh, Georgi Arbatov, who was an advisor to Stalin long ago. He's now dead. But he came to my school, my graduate school, in 1988 and basically said, we're taking away the image of your enemy. In other words, the Soviet Union's going away. This was almost a year before the Berlin Wall, wall fell. And he came and he said that. We are taking away the image of your enemy. This is not going to happen. And you're not going to be able to adjust. You're not going to be able to adapt to us getting rid of the Soviet Union. The Cold War is going to be over. And that is that was their weapon. And that is how they could get people like Biden, people like Obama, and, and other people with of Marxist background into the government to win elections. Because during the Cold War, those people could have never been elected to that office. They, their communist connections would have been brought out. Right, right, right. Okay, you ready for a call here, Jeff? Yeah. Okay, we got John in Texas. Good morning, John. Hello. Um, you remember, uh, you, you, I remember you said that uh, Karl Marx wanted to become dictator of Germany, correct? Yeah, yeah. He was going to con do a continuation of the French Revolution in Germany, correct? Yeah, he was the Revolution of 1848. It didn't go well for him. He uh, he got uh, he basically got put on trial, and he ended up um, tricking a jury into into uh, exonerating him. And then he he was basically kicked out of the country. Went to France. He wasn't appreciated there either. Ended up in London of all places, living in a in a, a in a uh, place on Dean Street in London, famously. But his ambition was to be dictator of Germany, his native country. Right. Um, how did, and also, I think, wasn't Richard Wagner involved in that? Richard Wagner was more of a leftist when he was young, but he turned out to be a, a rather, on the other side, a right, sort of a right wing, a precursor to the Nazis. He, uh, mm -hmm. he became a very uh, pronounced anti-Semite. Um, how did Germany... How did the land that brought forth the Reformation and the and Christian revival end up being a breeding a, a a grand central station and a breeding ground in the next over the same period of time a a breeding ground and a grand central station of just about every kind of idea and philosophy dead opposite to it and opposed to it. Opposed to the Reformation? Opposed to Christianity. Well, you could say that, you know, the French Revolution was anti-clerical and, and uh, in its essence. It took Napoleon to reopen the churches in France. So they closed the Catholic Church, was put out of business in France because of the revolution. So it wasn't just Germany. It was the revolutionary um, psychology. You, every revolution mm -hmm. until the Ukrainian Revolution... Now here recently, every revolution since the French Revolution has t tended to move against Christianity and, and against um, conservative values, um, and that that's true in, in many places. The American Revolution was, you could say, the last conservative revolution, and and so <clears throat> it, it it is part of the trend of modernity that the development of science in the 18th century. Uh, the Enlightenment century. See, what you had is, during the Reformation, you had a reaction to it. The Reformation was Christians killing Christians. 
And this, a lot of people reacted very negatively. They said, how can this be? These people supposedly all believe in Jesus. How can they be killing each other over, over different nuances of, of thinking about theology? How can they do this? Burning each other at the stake, killing each other in wars. I mean, Europe was suffered. There was a terrible war in France and Germany, especially in Germany, the 30 years war. So the reaction, the reaction, excuse me? We, John, you need to silence your equipment there. Let's just move on. Uh, yeah. Anyway, on. The, the, the Enlightenment was a reaction to the violence, the religious violence of the Reformation. And and so the Enlightenment philosophy, the, the anti-Christian elements in there was a reaction to seeing having seen Christians killing each other in the in the uh, in the Reformation, and then the religious wars. I mean, that's just a historical fact. People did not want to see that. It's one of the reasons the United States is uh, had had um, uh, no establishment of religion in the U.S. Because if we had that, we might have been in danger of having religious wars here. At and the federal want- level, at the federal, the, the thirteen colonies wanted to maintain their state religions, yeah, uh, and, so- and have no interference from a federal uh, authorized religion. Yeah, but there are no established state religions in the United not anymore. States. But there was. Yeah, but right, but see that is the the so the the power of the reaction against the Reformation was really extra, extraordinary. There was an intellectual kind of agreement of among educated people that we're not going to go there. But what you have with uh, the this violent secularism is is a desire to actually eradicate religion altogether, to get rid of people's faith. So there's no longer a danger of of Protestants and Catholics fighting a a religious war. The danger is is that they're going to be their schools are going to be shut down and they're going to be oppressed by a completely anti-religious a government that sees uh, Christianity as a threat. Well, uh, along those same lines, uh, I, I see a real th- uh, threat and, and possible conflict between Islam and Christianity. Don't you? Well, they 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 are not. They have fought wars for you know. Centuries since, since the seventh century, right? So it's not, it, it's you know, it, it's a sort of a normal thing. It it's good that there's peace between Muslims and Christians uh, where there where there is, but it it you know, Islam goes through these phases where it it lives uh, lives with the Christian world okay, and then phases where it goes on the warpath. And that this is just an alternating, you know, Islam has two sides. One side is the spiritual teaching, and the Quran sort of has two parts. The other side is is, is a sort of a, a, um, uh, a an ideal, political ideology. There's a political ideology side to Islam. So it, it well, my understanding also, Jeff, is that the KGB infiltrated the Muslim uh, universities uh, 40 years ago uh, to breed hatred for the West. Yeah, well, there, there, there was uh, Lenin gave when Lenin took power in the Bolshevik Revolution. He gave two speeches. One was to the Russian people, and the second one was to the Muslims of the Russian Empire and the world, saying that you are our natural ally against the West. Roger that. Hold on, Jeff. We got a break. We got a call and hold. We'll be right back.
Did you know? The IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance. Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Three stupid mistakes turned into shootings. I'm Peter Serafine with another Liberty Minute. In the span of six days, there have been three shootings, one of which was deadly because of innocent mistakes. Two cheerleaders were shot in the parking lot of a Texas grocery store on Tuesday when they accidentally got into the wrong car. On Saturday, a group looking for a friend's house in New York pulled into the wrong driveway where one of the group was shot to death by the homeowner. Last Thursday, in Missouri, a teenager was shot when he went to the wrong house looking for his twin brothers. Now, I own guns and rarely leave my house without one. I believe in the Second Amendment, but there is a responsibility that goes with the right to bear arms. Get trained, and not just once. Continue training. It is trigger-happy people like these that will cause us all to lose our right to keep and bear arms. Use code LIGHTHOUSE at protectwithbear.com to protect your legal rights as a gun owner and get free training videos for members. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until next time, see this Pashem Parabellum. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile OxySilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. So let's fix bayonets. We'll have the advantage of moving down the hill. They got to be tired, the revs. They got to be close to the end if we are. So fix bayonets. Ellis, wait, Ellis, you take the left wing. I'll take the right. I want a right wheel forward of the whole regiment. What, you mean charge? Yes, but here's what we do. We're going to charge swinging down the hill. Just like we pulled back to this left side of the regiment, now we're going to swing it down. We swing like a door. We're going to sweep them down the hill just as they come up. Understand? Does everybody understand? Yes, yes sir. sir. All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. This hour is sponsored by the Energy Cleaner. The Energy Cleaner has a... Uh, Mother's Day sale going on right now at my website at thelibertyman.com. $25 off energy cleaners, 25% off mattress pads. That's in effect until midnight uh, Sunday. That would be Sunday the 14th um, at thelibertyman.com. 
visiting with Jeff Nyquist, his website, jrnyquist.blog, his books for sale at Amazon. And uh, Jeff, we got a caller here. We got uh, Pat in Texas. Morning, Pat. Uh, good morning, everybody. I I just wanted to say that uh, I think today is Russia's day where they're celebrating their win in, in World War Two. Yeah, that's but, right. <laughs> I read I read that they're practicing and and and, and uh, people said why are they practicing they haven't won it but you know Ukraine. Uh but one time in twenty fifteen I think they uh their air air crew uh show off the air they dropped uh a bomb right there in the parade route and knocked a sixty five foot hole in the crowd. <laughs> I, said, I think they do need to make sure that they can't say, no, that was an accident. But anyway, I'm reading this book, and it's called Secret Weapons of World War II by William B. B R E U E R. I don't know how to say it, but it's a really, really good book. Have you got that book, Jeff? No. It's, it's really good. I mean, uh, if they think uh, anybody that tries to start a war now... I'll just point out that the soldiers will be trying to wear high heels. I think they don't know enough about the way America has done things. And uh, is there a, a book called uh, "Quiet War"? Uh, something about secret wars. I think Chris Hinckley was talking about that uh, yesterday. And our uh, 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 maybe it was a rerun from the twenty fourth, and it was really, really good. But. Uh, we, we've always had ways of doing things that uh, that nobody knows about, and 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 why do they think we would have stopped now? Does that make you have a sense? question for Jeff? Do you have a question for Jeff, uh, Pat? No, uh, I, I, my question was: Did he have the book? It's a pretty good book, and and uh, the fact was, you know, we had code talkers. We, all these things that nobody ever counted on us doing to win. And so if we're on the right side, if they start World War Three, I don't think they're going to win. Anybody? You know? I really don't. Yeah. Okay. Nobody knows. Probably not. And Even I don't think... In Ukraine. They would, but they, they, can would cause, be, they can cause a lot of destruction, though. You see, you don't have to destroy a lot of people. You don't have to win a war to cause massive grief and, and destruction and death. Well, we've got enough people here working against us inside the country. But I just, yeah, really, there you think, go. <laughs> I just really think that they wouldn't be celebrating in Russia today if it hadn't been for us and what we did to Hitler. You know what I mean? And that, did you, that you they would that? be celebrating, you mean because we supported them, we helped them defeat Hitler? Well, they think they did it, but you know, <laughs> uh, I want to. Well, ask they, you they bled a lot. They bled a lot for it, um, but they, without our economic mm-hmm. help, Russia would have collapsed in 1942 or three. Well, I know all that. I, I know that we yeah. built up communism, but we got it. I mean, it's hard to imagine the that we we saved. They couldn't produce aluminum because their aluminum industry collapsed. So we provided them with the aluminum, which in those days you made aircraft and other weapons with. There were lots of things they couldn't manufacture without our help. And then there were all the tanks and aircraft we sent them and and other weapons and the food we sent them. 
to get them by. So they would not have, I don't not, you know, having studied the war in detail, I do not think they would have made it without our lend-lease. I don't think they would have survived. Their economy would have collapsed and that would have been it. If I, if I can ask one more question. Go ahead, Patrick. Uh, Clark. I keep uh, hearing people say that that Patton says, uh, I think we fought the wrong people. But his uh, his brother or cousin said he did not say that at all. He wanted to go on and take on Russia, uh, but Eisenhower wouldn't give him any gas. Well, there's a, there's a very important book on, on Patton's death, which involves a, a testimony from the man who claimed that he was tasked to assassinate Patton and, and uh, was not successful. Um, and I have the book. The, the book is called uh, it's called Target Patton by Robert K. Wilcox. And I think it's it contains a lot of documentation about what Patton actually did say. Patton told a, a higher level U.S. government official that the Russians, they needed to get the Russians to re- have their armies go back to the Soviet Union. And they weren't doing it. And Patton said, we have to give them an ultimatum. You know, basically what he was advocating was that we tell the Soviet Union, you have to, you have to, you can't occupy these countries indefinitely. You have to go home. And uh, if not, then we have to be ready to go to war. And he said, I know how to defeat the Russian army quickly. I bet he did. I bet he did. Pat, thank you for your call. Let's continue after the break here. Uh, We'll be back right after the break. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Kilad Atzman says the essence of Jewish power is the ability to prevent the discussion of Jewish power. Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about it, but never talk about it. My awakening really sums up with the very best evidence, the facts and the truth about race and the fact that race drives history and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQ, RS. This woman, she's like, oh yeah, I identify as a koala two years ago. And I'm like, what? A koala? What? Maybe if it was quickie koala, that might be cool, but otherwise, I don't. How about an inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends? Biden invited a drag queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. It's the Respect for Anal Sex Act. 
So, yeah, I mean, let's, let's just call it like it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. back, ladies and gentlemen. My website is thelibertyman.com. A lot there, not over 9 gigabytes of information, including over 200 articles and videos by world-class scientists and doctors regarding the uh, COVID pandemic, the COVID vaccination, what I call the clot shot. Recently this morning, we're posting a, a new documentary about the COVID clot shot that you'll find fascinating and very well documented at thelibertyman.com. The Energy Cleaner has a Mother's Day sale going on right now, $25 off Energy Cleaners, 25% off mattress pads until midnight this coming Sunday, the 14th. You can place your order right at my website. I take care of the sale price myself manually. Same thing if you call my toll-free order line. I take care of the sale price manually at thelibertyman.com. Visiting with Jeff Nyquist, this is a Tuesday morning roundtable. His website's jrnyquist.blog. His books for sale at Amazon. You want to subscribe to his website, just click on the PayPal button right below each article. Uh, Jeff, you ready for some callers? We had a couple of callers on hold. Yes. Okay. First, we go to Matt in Arkansas. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, I wanted just to thank you for the work that you do and for taking the stand that you do against communism. I've, I've learned so much from you through, throughout the years. And I heard you say several months ago, uh, something that piqued my interest of what it would be like to be living right now in either China or Russia. Uh, and that's my general question to you is what are their citizens happy? What are their lives like? Uh, and what you said uh, was that in China you couldn't be honest with someone else about your political beliefs or whatever because you couldn't tell who you were speaking to if they were if they were going to turn you in, so to speak. Uh, I'm not saying it exactly like you did, of course. Excuse me. Uh, but, you know, why can't these people, if they're unhappy, rise up and overthrow their governments? I mean, communism has done such a number on our country that our country is in, in shambles. 
why are there countries seeming to stand firm under communism and uh, seeming to thrive as China's economy seems to thrive? Do you understand the gist of my question? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's okay. it's the technique of this is what makes totalitarian regimes strong. It's a technique of isolating the individual. So what they do is they use intimidation, especially with speech and anyone who tries to organize anything. They make it a crime for you to get together or to say certain things. And so people then know they can lose their job. You know, at first it can be they can threaten your job or they can threaten your your children or they can threaten you. And once people actually accept this threat as something that they're going to bend to, um, you can't organize a revolt because people seeking favors from the government or seeking to just protect themselves and are scared of going against the government will turn anyone in. In fact, you know, we have the, the law of misprision of treason, which is that if, if, you, if somebody is doing something treasonous, if you don't report it, it's a crime. Well, it's the same thing in Russia and China. If someone says something against, because saying something against the government is a crime in these countries, and it is a crime, and this is what they're, they're trying to impose on the Brazilian people now that Bolsonaro has been taken out of, uh, of the government of the, as president. Uh, they have Lula da Silva, who's a communist. Uh, once they get people afraid to say what they think, uh, they basically are in control. Because you can't, you, you, in order to have people rise against the government, people have to be able to talk about what the outrageous things the government is doing and what are we going to do about it. And then you're talking about we have to, you know, check the government. We have to use our, you know, in a normal republic, there's checks and balances to prevent the government from abusing its power. In a totalitarian system, all the checks and balances are to preserve the abuse of power of those who have it. And so they've turned it against, they've turned the whole system of checks and balances inside out. And so then it becomes, the first step is really hard. That's why you don't see totalitarian regimes easily overthrown. You had this thing going on in China, you remember, some months ago, where the Chinese people were fed up with the lockdowns. And they just were standing up and they were, large crowds were intimidating government officials. And the government then immediately softened. They retreated. Because they couldn't, you can't control when people, when there's this mob thing where people just, even without talking, they're all angry and they all come out. That's when it gets dangerous. That's when a government, a communist government, can be overthrown. You had some riots in Cuba a while ago. They're very communist regimes are very sensitive to public opinion. That's why they put out the propaganda. By the way, Russian TV is just a giant brainwashing session, and the Chinese media is the same thing. They vilify the United States. They vilify NATO. They vilify anyone who would question the special military operation, for example. But you can there's there's uh, there's people like Konstantin of Inside Russia who broadcast from Uzbekistan. You can hear the voice of Russians who got out there and talk about, you know, about being Russian and 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 having to get out from under that pressure. Uh, that 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 constant drumbeat of propaganda. And so there's some there's some really excellent Russian sources of of Russians who have stood up and, and shown their independence. And and by the way. Uh, the Kremlin makes a habit of murdering those people. Oh. Alexander Vanek was a good. There's 82 journalists uh, that 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 have been counted, maybe more that that we know that uh, Putin has specifically had it, it murdered. 
you know, including American journalists like Paul Klebnikov, um, Anna Polikovskia, you know, there's some of the more famous journalists who've been murdered, basically for standing up to Putin and, and, and investigating what Putin is really about. So, you know, that it's important to understand violence, people do shut up when their life is threatened and or when even their job is threatened. How many people would actually verbalize their their dissatisfaction if they thought they were going to lose their job tomorrow? Think about how easy it is to shut people up. Yes. So you'd say that generally speaking, the common man in Russia is is not happy. Well, especially not now in Russia, the the, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of people, uh, a lot of small businesses are suffering and and people are being let go. And of course, the economic they're trying to paint a rosier economic picture for Russia than it is. They've got ruble inflation. They've got um, pressures on their economy. Uh, It's not as bad as some of the people imposing the sanctions would have, but the sanctions are kind of a joke. When when you're when you're largely sanctioning, you know, wealthy Russians, it's not really a hit on the government, depending on the Russian. So there's there's been some unfair sanctions put against Russians who really don't have anything to do with the Kremlin. Russians who are, you know, living in Canada or the UK or even the US, they will go after people. And it and you see what's interesting is Obama and some of these other European governments went for these sanction regimes. Uh, they got rid of Jackson Vanek, which was the real sanctions on Russia that that Obama got rid of, and they replaced it with this. Well, what this regime does is it, it's an enforcement for Putin, believe it or not, that that people in the U.S. government sympathetic to Putin can crack down on Russians over here, and and who are fled abroad. And so it's it's a way of preventing capital flight for Russia. It's very ingenious. Advice. Okay. I, I was very alarmed when I heard. Matt, you know, we, th- yeah, thank you for your call, Matt. We, it was great. We got to move on here. We got a bunch of callers. Okay. Uh, Scott Bennett, one of our RBN hosts in California. Good morning, Scott. Morning. Morning. Listen, I I haven't been listening to your show, but a friend of mine said some guy named Jeff Nyquist has been on and smearing me, so I'd just like to set the record straight. Uh, I am a United States Army officer formerly. I'm not a communist. I'm not a left-winger. I've been on Russian media and Iranian media. I've been to Iran, and I'll tell you, anyone who says anything negative about my love for this country is a fool or a liar or a CIA asset. I have always stood up for traditional family values. I'm a solid Christian. The Lord Jesus Christ is in my heart, and I'm his ambassador. When I go on and say that this country is headed to a civil war, it's not because conservatives want it. It's because the left-wing, idiot, purple-haired, multiple-pierced, tattooed, lesbian, homosexual, rainbow-flag-wearing transgenders who are castrating your children are trying to turn this country into an abomination. And God is judging this country, and that's why we're moving to what I think is is going to be conservative people in conservative towns and conservative counties and conservative states separating from this Biden-Obama tyranny that we see. And uh, I'd just like to set the record straight, and I'd like to you know answer any questions that are posed to me. I don't want people being given a wrong attitude 
And uh, I certainly have not seen any uh, uh, communist left-wing leanings in Iran or Russia. I see a Christian population in Iran, and I see a Christian population in Russia that are rising up. So if there's anything that is unclear, I'm all ears and happy to talk about it. Scott, do you do you travel to Russia? Well, uh, who am I speaking with, first of all? This is Mr. Nyquist speaking. Right. Yeah, Mr. Nyquist, I, I have not been to Russia. I've been on Russian media, and they let me say whatever I want, and whatever I want is always the truth. But you have been to Iran. Yes, I have. I was invited there as part of a mission with uh, men from CIA, from Pentagon, from State Department. And we went over there to advance positive relations. We went over there to be Christian ambassadors, if you will. At least that was my agenda. And uh, I was uh, well, well embraced by people who wanted the truth. And I think God is moving in that country. So I don't, I don't think anyone who pursues this Zionist juggernaut military conquest machine that we've had for 20 years since the great false flag events of 9-11, I don't think anybody who wants to advance that uh, is, is, is any reflection of what the American people want. So if you're advocating for war with Iran, war with Russia, war with Cuba, war with uh, any of these other, other regimes, I think that time has passed, and I think all that bloodshed is coming back upon this country in the form of a massive curse. Well, you do understand there's a communist movement, right? Well, of course there is. Of course there is. I see it every day in Joe Biden. I I see it in the the homosexual flags. I see it in the environmental fanatics. I see it in NATO. I see it in the European Union. They don't yeah, but you don't you don't seem to price. see you don't seem to see that movement in Russia or in China or in uh, Iran. Russia is openly allied with Cuba and North Korea and China. North Korea provides Russia with howitzer shells. Russia just sent 25 million tons of grain to Cuba. Russian troops are in communist Venezuela. There's a communist bloc, and they you you've you've missed the boat on this. They've, no, they've we haven't missed the boat. We haven't been trying to do regime change. We've been trying to do regime change in these countries, and it has ended with our ostracization. We're not responsible to change the regimes of other countries. That ends disastrously. Good ideas. Look, you're, you're talking the about the Iraq War. You're talking about the Iraq War. That's all over. We're not. There's no. No, regime I'm not talking going about Iraq right War. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the psychopath foreign policy attitude that has animated George Bush, Dick Cheney, Barack Obama, and uh, allegedly Donald Trump was trying to shift us off of that until he was surrounded by neocons like Mike Pompeo and Nikki Haley. Don't you think there's a threat from China and Russia to this country? I don't think there's a threat from Russia. I definitely think there's a threat from China, which has been part you of the You don't think Russia, Russia's nuclear arsenal and China's nuclear arsenal... You, you don't think that China and Russia being now aligned is a threat? Who aligned them? Who aligned them? The United they aligned States with aligned. Each other. They've been aligned. Look, Mr. Bennett, I knew a Russian defector, Colonel Stanislav Lunov, who worked in China. Probably and they made these CIA, agreements at the end of the Cold War. CIA, they aligned like each other at the end of the Cold War. They've been aligned for more than 30 years, whether you want to recognize it or not. 
Russia is a communist country. Vladimir Putin only pretends to be a Christian. It is not a Christian. communist country. It is a Christian Orthodox country that has marriage between a man and a woman written into that their constitution. That is the mirror, Mr. Bennett. The communist, look, Mr. Putin has said that he never burned his party card, that he likes communist ideas. He gave the opening speech at Sochi to the International Festival of Youth and Students, and he said, I am with you. You are the future. You have been fooled by them. Please. You have been you're, you're, you're pushing this agenda of violence and looking through the world through the lens I'm of the 1980s and the George agenda. Bush. I'm 19- pushing a, uh, the agenda of the truth. You've missed the nuances, Mr. Bennett. You're not an expert in this area. Have you been in the military? Have you been into these countries? Have you met the people? Have you been on their media? I've, I don't think I've, so. I've met defectors and spies, and I've studied the defector literature. This is all laid out. If you study the defector literature, then you've the been reading CIA literature like that standard thing. They're making you into a useful idiot. You're reading literature that's been produced in Langley. You're advancing a narrative of CIA and Mossad of constant war conflict. That is not the agenda. I have no relationship with the CIA, Mr. Bennett, and none with Mossad. And I don't understand your anti-Israeli, anti-Jewish, anti-anti-American attitudes. I'm not. You, I'm not you anti-American. The United I'm States of being behind 9/11. I'm not anti. I'm not you know who Alexander Litvinenko was? Alexander yes, Litvinenko was poisoned with polonium. Did you know that he, who he said was behind 9/11 was the Russian government? That he was responsible for the security of Ayman al-Zawari when he trained in Russia and in Dagestan. Did you drive by the Pentagon? Did Did you drive by the Pentagon the next day and see on the grass not a single scrape, not a single tire, not a single You can find pictures online of the pieces of the airliner. You know that that you know a missile hit the Pentagon. Mr. Bennett, that's that right. is Russian propaganda. That's right. And you know who fired that missile? A dolphin-class Israeli submarine. That is a you know lie, who also Mr. celebrated? Bennett. You are a psychopath to repeat that lie. You must be a psychopath to repeat that, because that's crazy. I had a friend in no, the Pentagon. I was there. There was, I was a plane there, that hit the Pentagon. There, there was no missile that hit the Pentagon. That's totally been debunked. It's complete it's bunk. not debunked except by liars who only advance this silly narrative that somehow a 757 is going to defy all silly of the Mr. Bennett, you are crazy. Crash you are into crazy. the Pentagon. Perfect. Okay, we're, yeah, we're done here. Thank you for the call, Scott. We got our last break. We'll wrap this up after the break. private consultations are the most comprehensive services available any place anywhere in the world they're available now and provide valuable knowledge and information that protects an individual family or group we provide clarity focus and information for you and your associates for any situation We have just the right knowledge, just the right information from just the right professionals. Schedule your consultation for your family or group now. 
contact us at thelibertyman.com. That's thelibertyman.com. Once again, thelibertyman.com. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls plus testing for heavy metals makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Don't become dependent on the medical system. Get and stay healthy naturally with Extendivite. Metals in the liver cause peroxides to get dumped into the bloodstream. Peroxides do more damage than free radicals to the arteries, and the LDL has no protection from peroxides, causing the LDL to get stuck in the arteries, creating a potential blockage. Extendivite slowly chelates the metals away from the liver so it can dispose of what was meant to be a harmless process, peroxide. Extendivite 7 Herbs has a job to strengthen the organs and circulatory highway. Can you afford a heart attack? Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. As I said to those who joined the government, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Well, well, Jeff, that discourse a few minutes ago, I'm going to attempt to summarize it if I can and get your response. Um, The uh, Russian uh, propaganda has been put out to convince the world that uh, Vladimir Putin is a, uh, a Christian. He wears a Christian cross publicly that uh, Russia is actually uh, now a uh, a Christian country uh, run by Christians with Christians Christian ethics and uh, and goals in mind that the uh, uh, Russian Orthodox Church has reassumed its uh, uh, prominence in Russian society um, and that uh, we uh, based on that we should trust the Russians as our friend while at the same time being cautious about the only very recent uh, alliance between Russia and China, which in, which in fact, of course, is a lie, that the uh, alliance between Russia, communist Russia and, and communist China goes back three, plus, three decades plus. Would that be a fairly accurate summary, Jeff? Yeah. And um, um, the, the, evidence is self, the evidence is self-evident uh, that uh, the, the Russian defector literature is not is not CIA propaganda. It's the real deal from men who risk their lives to escape Russia, isn't it? In fact, the defectors that 
that you pay the most attention to are the ones the CIA hated and tried to muzzle. The CIA absolutely hated Anatoly Galitsyn. That's right. And Anatoly Galitsyn was the one that said the Sino-Soviet split was a fraud. Right. And, and so you, you have to, this is a very, these are complicated issues. And the problem with Mr. Bennett is that he, is a, he doesn't understand the difference between a, an, an active measure aimed at, at people like him. He doesn't understand that he has absorbed false messages that he's repeating. And as we're being infiltrated, he's right to say that Bennett is part of this communist movement. I believe the same thing. I believe the CIA and the FBI have been uh, have have had communists put into them by Obama, and I believe that. So I believe we've had infiltration at the government level and the Justice Department, especially. But the problem is, if you're going to approach this very dangerous situation, you have to have the correct facts, and you cannot then begin to say that they, we have no enemies in Russia, and we have no enemies in China or Cuba, and that anyone who talks about the fact that, that the enemies abroad, the communist bloc, is the same as the communist movement here, is somehow a, a Pentagon warmonger, that he has absorbed a false message. He has absorbed this, and he's repeating enemy active measures meant to divide and conquer us that will be so damaging to the, to the patriots in this country and so damaging to Christians in this country. You cannot seem to be aligned with Iran. To say Iran is a Christian country, it's just crazy. Iran is an Islamic country run by Islamic clerics. That's right. Russia, was... in the last, before the pandemic, the last Easter in Russia, only 4% of Russians attended Easter services. Does that sound like an Orthodox Christian country to you? And try to find a testimony of Putin to his Christianity, and you will find him mentioning Lenin as saying, well, Communism is right out of the New Testament. Roger that. Uh, Jeff, we'll continue our discussion tomorrow morning. We appreciate it. Thank you. That's it for the day. Medical supplies, your energy cleaner, your essential oils. Now, while you can, your farm him. You should never, ever get your guns. Please have a fun, safe, productive day. God bless my beautiful county, Crawford County, Missouri, the lovely state of Missouri. I get to live in the beautiful, large state of Texas. And Lord, please, God bless the United States of America. sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. 
It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit RepublicBroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth. 